1: Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock.
2: Hi folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Good morning. What you doing over there? Just contemplating the nice day today we're going to (laughs) have. Contemplating the nice day. (laughs) Sitting in the parking lot, watching the crane guy building the building next to us. Exactly. Yeah. How cool is that? So anyway, Uh, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Here we are, you know, it's November 20th. You know what next week is? Yeah. It's car Thanksgiving. I can't can't (laughs) believe how fast this year went. It's quick, huh? It's going to be 2022, believe it or not. I know I turned 50 years old this year, too. Oh, you're old, dude. I know. (laughs) I know, I'm still young. I just, I mean,
3: you know, a lot of people look and go at these young, but, you know, this this was kind of a crazy year for me,
2: but it went really quickly for me too. At the same time, I'm surprised it went as fast as it did. Everything's been going so fast, man. I, you know, you look back and and I mean, as we get into this year, 2022, that beginning February, March, uh-huh. it's been two years since the COVID lockdown. You know what I mean? It will be have been <laughs> two years, so things like yeah, you're right, going you know. Going going by fast. Let's get on by this. Cause I, well, it, it the it seems to be
3: lingering. You know the weird thing is the Corona thing. I mean, I because doing the job I did, it, I didn't it didn't affect my job.
2: Well, and, cars didn't get COVID.
3: No, and 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 being that I worked, you know, kind of even in the shop by myself, anyways, it's not like you know in your area, yeah, yes. So. And then uh, me and the wife are into more into being outdoor stuff, anyways. So we were still doing off roading stuff and stuff like that. So yeah. to us, it didn't really. I mean, compared to what, a you know, a lot of people would probably did affect a lot more. You know what I'm saying? So I
2: felt pretty blessed getting through this. Ex- or- yeah. No, no, I get you. I get you for sure. Uh, just uh, um, everybody's moving on and things are getting better, too, for everybody else to done, you know. Yeah, it was a tough time for some people, but, but luckily some of us weren't too too affected by it. You're right. And cars, they didn't get COVID and they kept driving. So we continued on doing our thing. Yes. So. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Give us a call here, one 344 1170 That's 888-344-1170, anything automotive-related. What are we talking about today besides COVID? Proper the- information to get your vehicle fixed right? Yes. Yes. Oh, you're trying to find it on your phone. You don't know what we're talking no, about today. No, actually. <laughs> you're unprepared. I did read them all. Oh. I wasn't sure
4: <laughs> which ones we were doing first. So. Mm
2: oh gotcha gotcha
4: did you want me to like uh print out next time like you can send it you can send whatever you're talking about to me and my email I, and i'll print it out for I, kevin if you I want print mine out i don't know what he's doing yeah i can print it out for kevin next time you okay know? i will
2: send it and then you can print it for kevin that way he doesn't have to look on his phone yeah okay because one good. he forgets his reading glasses then he can't find it on his phone and he doesn't know where the email was that i sent
4: him and I did not know he wears reading glasses at all. I he never brings. Them, <laughs> okay, well, <so. laughs> that's I why I
2: can't see what's going on ever.
4: Well, I started losing my eyesight. I mean,
3: just you know, reading wise, as I get older, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just noticed. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> and this year, I, you know, I I had some things going on with my health and stuff. My doctor having on, like that part of my eyesight went <laughs> goodbye. And I was like, I had good days and bad days. Now it's like every day is a bad day for my eyes. <laughs> So,
2: yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, it, it's one of those things that hits you, mm-hmm. man, and it just uh, it gets harder. That, that's why you do this. Just back up from <laughs> I used everything. to be able he to do that. That's way, the thing way. I can't
3: do that anymore. It's that's like true. even though they get back, it keeps staying blurry. So you know, it's it's okay, and supposedly that'll kind of come back, but I don't know because of my age. <laughs> it's.
2: Oh, yeah, it's probably not going to, I'll be well, honest with you.
3: Well, no, I mean other than you know what? Other than reading like, you know, just small print right in your face or you know if it's too dark or whatever, something like that. My eyes are fine.
2: Oh, you're not telling me nothing I don't know. <laughs> Trust me. So
3: if that's the worst I
2: got to deal with, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. So we're talking about uh anything you want to talk about automotive related. 1888 three four four eleven seventy that's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is your list to auto talk radio here on uh, and and you know although we sidetracked on 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 uh, reading site but uh you know uh all of us get there kind of like uh, and you, you need to maintain them. I don't think there's anything you can do for eyesight like to, that, for that kind of eyesight thing. There's no laser or nothing like that.
3: Well, that actually, that. I think you can do laser surgery or whatever to fix that kind of stuff, but this is the thing. So. You can only do it once. From what I hear, you can only do laser
2: surgery once anyways. Gotcha. So, Un- unlike repairs on a car that we can do over and over if there's so, a problem.
3: Yeah, I'd rather wait <laughs> until like 65, 70 if I was going to do something like
2: that. <laughs> okay. Great. Um... So have you ever had a noise or vibration that you had trouble describing in your automobile to your professional that fixes your car? We're going to talk about ways to help you get that vehicle noise and vibration described to a professional uh, like us at the West Automotive Group in order to uh, to assist both. Because, you know, here's the thing about noises and vibrations sometimes. You can drive a vehicle and there's a noise at, as a technician and you go, Wow. That's a terrible noise. I could track that down, and you ride with the customer. Like, no, not that noise. That noise. Have you ever had that happen to you, Kevin?
4: (laughs) Multiple times. (laughs) True. I will say I personally do, like, a recreation with my own voice, yes, so I'll go what to, like, What kind of the, noises have you had on your car, Brandon? Uh, so, so here's what the, one of the noise goes, rrr, 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 and, then, and then all the people look at me minute, weird in, in the room, like, I've what dr- is wrong with this man wait, in here? Wait, wait a minute. I've driven
3: one of the cars that Brandon's driving, and that's what it sounds like going down the road just from the factory, though, so.
2: <laughs> they made it way- It was a Yugo. Hey! I- <laughs>
4: Yugo. I like that. <laughs>
2: there was really a car called a Yugo. Oh, really? No way. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> I knew because
4: he was so young that he's
2: like... Oh, Yugo! He thinks it's a funny thing. Now yeah. he's, he's Google boxing it Couldn't right you now. you buy that car brand new on the showroom floor for like fifteen hundred dollars? No, no, like thirty-nine or ninety-five. Okay, and now, it was in <laughs> 90, about nineteen eighty-six or eighty-five or eighty-six. They first came out. <laughs> it was something cheap, though. You could buy a brand new car, and everybody, you know, it what? it was called a Yugo. It was three thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars brand new on the, and it. We flipped one over once. And then the Hyundai took that over. Yeah, the Hyundai's way more expensive. Than
4: that. So that would only be, uh, I'm looked it up for inflation reasons, only $11,000 now. So oh, yeah. That no, is it was really
2: cheap. And you wonder why they're no longer in business. Yeah, I guess so. Well, the car was a, was a uh, that was the first throwaway car it ever entered. It was a throwaway car. There's no question about it, man. It was like, it, 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 so it had, had a Renault engine and transmission in it. It was made by
3: in Soviet Union,
2: right? No, no, it was uh, Yugoslavian. Okay, Yugoslavia. That's why it was Yugo? It was Yugoslavian. So it had a it had a Renault uh, transmission and engine in it, and the rest of the car was just a a poop box. I mean, it was it was thin thin. It was tin Lizzie. Th- although could have should have been called thin Lizzie because the doors it, were it, like you know, three pounds each or something. Like they were it, the car was just it's not a good car. And working on them was not... Did you ever work on one? I did a clutch in one one time. Uh, and then I remember being... The clutch so, repair cost more than the entire car.
3: You know, I don't remember it so long ago. I don't... I, it, but I, I do... Re, it, I don't think the car was that old. I think it was only a couple of years old. And then, uh, I mean, obviously, because, you know, standard clutches, is something you got to... You know what I mean? Some people go out and buy standard clutches and they never knew how to drive one. And then yeah. they realize that that was a bad idea, so
2: yeah so um th- those cars were something else
4: brennan didn't believe me that that car exists My, uh, I, is he over there he thought i was messing with i it. am it, it literally says everywhere i look it says worst car ever in history <laughs> over <laughs> and over well you know, what do you get brand new for thirty nine hundred dollars uh psh, i don't know uh, when it comes to a car oh oh it was okay with the car Um not much transmission Possibly? Yeah, that's
2: about the cost of a transmission
4: yeah. on, a, on a on a good car.
3: Can you even get a transmission
4: that cheap anymore? Oh yeah. <laughs> No, See, not uh, anymore uh, now, but I'm saying like <laughs> when we had adjusted prices. <laughs> no, there's back. plenty of transmissions that are less than $3,900 no, in I that was, area. That's,
2: a, that's a, you know, anywhere $2,900. Yeah, 39. but I was talking about the time you install it, put fluid
3: you in it, get put, it, you know what I mean? It
2: Things add up. So. But my point is that a transmission on a car, a regular car, costs more than that car did new. Yeah. And that car was a, a pile of bolts, the go. I'm telling you, it was I the know, worst. But like he said, googling worst car ever.
3: It, it was like Hyundai when they first started making their little Hondas. What it was an '86? You remember the little first? Was that the Lantra they made? What What was that?
2: Uh, you remember? It was still a way better car than a U.
3: No, no, no. Car. But I'm saying it was still a throwaway car, kind of though, because you it know was. what I mean. But you could buy that car dirt cheap and get three or four years out of that, it. And,
2: that was the worst car ever when you saw it come in for smog because it was a carbureted Hyundai. They first started out yep. with that little. It was a. Was it a Elantra or a?
3: I can't remember what it was. It was like a two door little thing. But yeah. you know what? If you if think about this, if you were in that, you know, a, a, you know, like a college kid, or 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 you know, a, a, a parents just getting started out, or, or you know, whatever, that was a perfect car to get you around for three or four years. You know, get back and forth to school. Why? You know, because most young parents are still going to school, or you know what I'm saying. Just that kind of scenario. That was a good. You know, it's not a car you're going to buy and keep for 20 years, but it was a good car to. You know what I'm saying.
4: I will say, uh, I just looked it up, the Yugo. Uh, there was a 1988 one that was sold on eBay for $7,000, uh, and it just got sold last week. So, I mean, that's a pretty average price, I yeah. would say, for a used car now. It, honestly, I would say 7000 or so. For it a sold
2: for car. double what it was new.
4: Yeah. so
2: uh, <laughs> You have to be pretty desperate to buy that car, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, finding parts for that car is another thing, too. For sure. So, but the first Hyundai sold was an Excel. That's okay. a little two door. Yeah, okay, that XL that'd here. be sound right in the U.S. I don't know about any place else. But no, but they
3: were really popular in like '86 because they were
2: you, cheap. Yeah, they're cheap. Well, that I think that Hugo only had like a two or three year run, and the company went bankrupt. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't, that one didn't pan didn't out. Last long at all. No, so there was a bunch of those little companies that pop up like that.
3: What was that one in Escondido, La Frenza, or something like that, where they were buying the Italian? Was
2: that Italian La Forza?
3: Yeah, and they were buying the Italian bodies of, like, a SUV, and then they were using the Ford motor and powertrain they were doing out of, I think, Escondido. Uh,
2: they, yeah. Well, there was that, and then the Monster Miata people were up there in Escondido. They were in that same building, too, huh? Interesting car thing. Yeah, I think, actually, the guy that owned that company that did the Monster Miata, I think he went to prison for murder or something like that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Let's not be killing people while you're making cars. It's a bad idea. I wasn't talking about the person's insanity. I mean, even a Howard Hughes
3: was a little wacko. <laughs>
2: well, he was a different kind of guy. But uh, uh, yeah, no. So cars like that have a interesting, uh, a lot of interesting stuff about them for sure. But yeah, no. So I, I don't know. I I don't know if they were. Was they were they doing the La Forza there? Yes, they did. Oh, okay. So they I did. Remember, uh, I knew they Monster Miata where they were putting V8 motors, uh, uh, 302s in, in, in Miatas. They were doing that. and uh, Well, he so. bought all those uh,
3: Italian bodies because that place, that Italian company went out of business. He uh, bought all them shells because I remember when they, they lined all them cars up. It was like a football field of cars. So they, they had, had like
2: chassis, but uh, no. Uh, no engines. No, nope. no power trains. Yes. Them. Huh. Interesting. I remember those cars. I don't I don't remember I've never worked on one, so I don't know what you'd do with it anyways. I mean, because even if I bought the car. Can't buy parts for well, there's gotta be there's gotta be a, a part somewhere for well, it. Well somebody has yeah, but yeah. All right. All right, folks, give us a call here, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related, we're happy to talk to you about. Uh we're gonna take our first break here real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the answer San Diego and Cape Ray's. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock.
2: All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. We appreciate you joining us this morning as we're talking everything automotive. For sure. Right? Sure. Or in eyesight. Automotive and eyesight, that's what we've been talking today.
3: Well, uh, let's face it, eyesight has a lot to do with automotive because... Well, you can't see it, you can't
2: fix it, well, right?
3: then Well, and, then and, and the DMV will agree with me on this. and just Oh, that's <laughs> that has to do with <laughs> driving. Well, I'm <laughs> just saying, it's got to do with cars, though. <laughs> that connects to AAA and that can, <laughs> I don't think there's any aspect in your life, really, that car doesn't... I mean, honestly, I mean... That cars or eyes don't touch. Well, I mean, even if you don't really drive yourself, I mean a car probably brought you something you know what i'm saying? <laughs> so or or a truck or what you know what i mean
2: true so you know unless you're like totally off the grid but true true i was just watching the um
4: that the aztec stadium that they're building where where qualcomm used to. that's awesome and it. it's it? on
2: tv and i was like oh that's interesting mm-hmm. No. But did well, you they, see
4: how much tickets are for a football game? Jeez I, Louise! No, okay, let's not ruin the moment now. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> my bad.
2: <laughs> no, I just saw that it's on budget, that it's in on budget and for fall, on time and on budget. It said so interesting. Such, such a rarity in our society that any such a says, on time and on budget. <laughs> well, gotta, on budgets are a real rarity. I
3: got to so. tell you this though, SDSU is not really. I mean, it's a great school. But you don't hear about it like you hear about some schools, you know? What I mean, or you, they don't. It doesn't get the attention. I don't know. So
2: Their baseball team kicked butt last year, n- n- didn't it? Brennan? N-
4: yeah, uh-huh. but, yeah, uh huh. But I, like, I, I am on his side. I think San Diego State doesn't get good enough reputation as it, it is. doesn't.
2: You know why I think that though? I actually think, you mean to say good enough notoriety?
4: Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. everybody knows who Old Miss is, or,
3: or everybody knows who Ohio State is. But you say the word SDSU sometimes in other parts of the country, and they're like, "What."
4: South Dakota State University. Is that what you're talking about? South Dakota State. University.
3: <laughs> I just think that they're they're a better school than what they get recognition for. Is so. all I'm I get it.
2: I get it. I get it. All right, folks. Thank. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not an expert on colleges. That's. For I don't sure. know
3: why they don't. I'm just saying. I'm not the expert either. I'm just. I don't think they get it. <laughs>
2: Thanks for joining us here at Auto Talk Radio this morning where we're talking everything. Stadiums, uh, uh, eyesight, cars, you know, whatever you want to throw in here. And yugos, which I never thought I would ever be talking about again, a yugo, so I don't know how that happened. But here we are. We're talking about cars, everything. Everything and anything, (laughs) car-wise. I do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group. Uh, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star f- certified up in North County, taking care of folks now for over 28 years. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks out in East County now for over eight years. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balbo Avenue, right in center. Troll San Diego over there taking care of folks for over four years. AAA approved and smog certified. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission at 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall right in the Golden Triangle. AAA approved and star certified for smog. Taking care of folks over there for over two years now. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, my employees, and everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. The West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service or repair needs uh, on our approved credit. There to help you out. You can use it anytime. Get a West Automotive Group card and you can uh, save your other cards. And also uh, six months uh, no interest on all repairs. Uh, also, uh, get if you're having a transmission problem, take, take advantage of our Certicare transmission diagnosis. Where we can get your vehicle diagnosed properly by the professionals versus uh, throwing parts at cars. We see all too many uh, vehicles come in that uh, have had repairs done that didn't fix the problem they were trying to do. And replacing a transmission is an expensive endeavor if that doesn't fix your problem. So uh, make sure and get in hop online westautomotivegroup.com get an appointment we'll get you in do, do the care Transmission Diagnosis we also offer free shuttle rides tour from work or home and lo- low cost rental vehicles at all four locations uh, go to West Automotive Group and you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and we send out little tweets or or messages all throughout the week that automotive related just cool stuff to know it's very helpful uh, you can also check out the Auto Man we're on the Auto Man on the CW uh, on Wednesday mornings and uh, uh, Fox 5 or, I'm sorry, Fox 5 on Wednesday mornings and CW on Friday mornings and Friday evening news around that time. Uh, so just go to westautomotivegroup.com and you can check it out or Auto Talk Radio where you can uh, find out all. find out. We put all our podcasts there every week afterwards. They're all posted, so um, good stuff. Westautomotivegroup.com and you can make appointments, get in, get your vehicle serviced, etc. Find out all about us. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, you can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. But this morning, one 344 1170 That's 888-344-1170, anything automotive-related. Uh, let's go to Lloyd in San Diego. He wants to talk about some Yugos. What's up, Lloyd?
5: Hey, how you doing, guys?
2: Doing amazing. How about you, my friend?
5: Oh, been doing okay. Been calling you every occasionally. Last time I called, I was looking at a cadenza or... Some other car end up getting a Malibu, so. <laughs> there you go.
2: I remember talking about that. You were trying to decide which car to get, huh?
5: Yeah, it was, oh, I think it was, well, it was uh, the Voldor Cadenza. I think that's what it was. But uh, I went out, took a look, and I've been selling cars for 25 years. Started about a year after I retired from the Navy in 96. Gotcha. And, uh one of the favorite cars I ever had was a Gen 8 Malibu, and I'm out looking at cadenzas and volts, and I see a 15 Malibu LT with only 30 something thousand miles on it, candy apple red almost. And nice. I I gotta have that one. There you nice. go. So, but, uh, it's, it's funny, I've had about 80 cars and I've been selling for 25 years, and you see, you mentioned Hugo brought me back, uh, did I you? remember in 86, I bought a brand new Nissan Pulsar
2: uh, Oh right yeah. in the
5: Navy station, and they had to flip up down lights, right? I'd yep. Up in, in Whitby Island area in the Navy in Washington State, and I had to move to Memphis for some schools, and it came up the uh, ten or 20,000, I don't know, mile checkup on that Pulsar, and, and it was like $900 for the first service on that. <laughs> and, 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 and I said, 900 bucks, man. That's about how much the Navy's paying me. <laughs> so I went down and said, I'm going to trade this sucker in on one of these 39.90 Yugos. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I get in the sale room. Oh, it's so simple. Anyone can work on it. You'll never pay $900 maintenance on this. <laughs> and then, well, I, I ended up keeping the pulsar but uh that just brought me back.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's and back. So you were, were you said Memphis, you were in Millington I presume for school, is that correct?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. I went down there for C7 AEC7
2: school. And yeah. Gotcha. I I was uh, in AS
5: school back in the 70s.
2: Yep, I was I was at that's where I went to A school at when I was in the Navy actually was in Millington. Cuz I I was in the Air Wing for the Navy also.
5: I'm um, gonna we'll guess you were
2: an AD. No, I was an AS ground support equipment.
5: An AS. Yeah. Oh, yep, okay. Yep. So yeah, AS, I, sp- AS I spent AS old... working on those T45s or whatever they were. There you go. There you go. <laughs> at, at good old school. Well, thank, thank you.
2: Yep. Yep. Well, thank you for your service. We appreciate it.
5: Yeah. Well, thank you for yours too. Thank you. And uh, when, like I said, selling back at, at early. Uh, the Excel, yeah, I remember that too because the first one of the first lots ever sold on was mm-hmm. a Hyundai lot.
2: Oh, yeah? And
5: uh, yeah, they got a bad rap back in, in 96, 97. But uh, if I recall correctly, they had a Mitsubishi engine in it.
2: Yes, yes, they it did.
5: It wasn't a Honda engine. Transmission? So I guess back in the 90, 90s, two thousand, they started building their own engines.
2: Correct. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they. That's when Hyundai first got started with that car, and and they did have a Mitsubishi, and and it was a carbureted Mitsubishi engine. The biggest. There are two things that that motor did a lot. It never passed smog very easy, and it leaked oil like heck. <laughs> do
3: you, remember, so, the, not, you, remember,
2: not, you remember, remember the standard training on it? It has vacuum-controlled fifth gear on it? Yeah, and the, the <laughs> transmission had a vacuum-controlled fifth gear that used to have all kinds of servo issues on that it. That was too. Mitsubishi, too. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, the whole drivetrain yeah. of that car. So kind of like the Yugo, the whole drivetrain in the Yugo was Renault. The transmission engine was Renault. Oh. Yugo didn't build their own engine or transmission. Uh, so in And in, in a lot of car manufacturers actually do that starting out, like Hyundai did and, and, uh, and Yugo. They it's cheaper to buy something that's already put together and build your car around it and that's what they did
5: yeah yeah this Malibu is a 2.0 uh, turbo and it has a I think a Mitsubishi turbo in it well
2: so, yeah we they do a lot of that so yeah. nowadays though like GM obviously builds their own engines but nowadays a lot of times they will purchase different items uh that work well so you know, Whatever the turbo's made by, whoever they want, you know, that turbo looked good, and they engineer and use that turbo to put on the car.
3: Mits- or GM had a lot to do with Mitsubishi in the day anyway, so they I, did. I, I, sometimes they subcontract their own companies to build engines for themselves.
5: Yep, which is very well, I remember true. selling Neons back then, and they had Mitsubishi's engines, too. So Chrysler's, yeah. Well, and, yeah. and Chrysler
2: got in with Dodge real or, or Dodge got Chrysler got in with Mitsubishi real heavy for quite a while too. So um it's just yeah. one of those things they do. Sometimes they crossbreed them. Well, if you were to buy a Mazda pickup truck for several years, it was a Ford Ranger with diff- Ford. with different yeah. badges on it. Yeah. Okay. So. but the still
3: we're still seeing it because General Motors and Ford still runs the same platform on their transmissions and their cars right now. Yeah. Cuz the 6F50 and the they're sixty, 50 or the same. Well, I'm not same exactly word. sure in the numbers, but they're the same transmission. The little valve body is a little bit different, but you can see it's all the same, same platform.
2: Yeah, so
3: they well, they. they
5: so be a crossbreeding them universal car. There you go. Yeah. Someday.
2: <laughs>
5: so someday I'll get a '66 Thunderbird like my first car or '67 Cougar, and, and i nice. that,
2: that will be all Ford, and my I'll friend.
5: I'll bring it to you guys for the tra- for the uh, carburetors.
2: There, there you go. <laughs> hey, Lloyd, good talking to you. Thanks for the call, and be all safe right. and have a wonderful weekend.
5: All right, you guys too. Take
2: care. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye always oh, good to hear from folks that it's funny because he said memphis i was like i know where he's talking about uh they don't have an a school there anymore doesn't exist they moved it memphis has so. grown up a lot well it, this was millington this is outside of memphis like 20 20 miles out of memphis it was yeah, called millington tennessee you know what
3: though uh, memphis is big enough now that millington and memphis probably touch you know what i mean well kind of like you know how north county and you know in temecula and everything is like almost one thing now Is, that's, yeah but
2: it's still different names well yeah it's, it's still different names but yeah, it's, it's still in it's, the same <laughs> spot i guarantee you that's, that's, that's all good all right folks give us a call here one 344 1170 that's 888-344-1170 we're gonna take our last break here real quick and we'll be back right back after these messages you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego and k praise see you in a moment All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Oh, mercy. It's a beautiful day. a beautiful day. To be out driving. Actually,
3: you know what? Because the, the deserts are uh, doing really, uh, like I heard they're really, really busy right now.
2: You think? Yeah, a lot of people are, uh, I mean, it's going into the wintertime is when desert season
4: starts. I was going to say, it's also Thanksgiving break for most of these well, people, too. Of, so. Well, and of,
3: even the People that weren't working are back to work again, so you, you know, you just, and it's going to the desert is a good place to be for socializing, I mean, because of the, the distancing, you know what I'm saying?
2: Are we still doing that? I think so, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Well, you know, I don't, one of those things, I don't, I don't, I, well, I don't know, seems like things have gotten semi back to normal, semi, as far as that goes, right? I guess, Sure. So I'm still in the same thing, kind of, sort of. So there you go. So, <laughs> anyway, but no, it is desert season. So, and I'm sure this year, uh, we'll, as we'll remember, I mean, we used to go out for Thanksgiving and stuff. Like that, that, I got I know. to Wells and all that be just jammed with people. I try to avoid it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> it's like, I well, like going on the off weekend. So, well, it's true. But a lot of people have time off right now. So. For the holidays, so they get out to the desert. No, and, and, and you know, I
3: understand. I mean, that that's some people. That's their socialization. That you know, what I mean, it, depending what job you work and stuff like that. You know, you get to your weekend. You want socialization. You know, sometimes when you're dealing with people all week,
2: you know, you get to your weekend. You're like, you some, want the opposite. It might just be family time for them. When exactly you say socialization. They're just that's doing that's a my thing. way of
3: socializing, okay. <laughs> and I like that kind of socialization.
2: But you know. Go. All right, folks, give us a call here, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 1170 That's the 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, we're happy to talk to you about for sure. Do you want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by uh, Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other battery at uh, the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Interstates are the number one technician-recommended battery. There is no question about it. If you were to check under the hood of our vehicles, you're going to find an interstate battery for sure. Uh, If you need a battery for a vehicle, hop on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, we'll get you an interstate battery installed. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. They're good stuff for sure. Oh, so today we're talking about uh, proper information to get your vehicle fixed right. Most including the west automotive group when you bring your vehicle in we want nothing more than to get you squared away right away we're gonna say something no okay well move it on um my point to that is so we always are looking for information from you to try to figure out what your concern with the vehicle is what it's doing so we can duplicate it and we can get it fixed. right yes Oh, it just makes life easier for everybody for sure
3: well it, the more information it makes it easier on everybody because a number one you're going to get your car back faster it, it's easier to go straight to it Cause, I, I mean I, I could walk into the doctor and go i'm not feeling well figure it out <laughs> okay, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> or i could go in and go like it's right there in my elbow my, my elbow hurts <laughs> that's right exactly
2: no i get it i and, and that's the the big difference about things and knowing and uh, so we often tell folks you know uh Um, we ask a ton of questions when you bring your vehicle in usually. So such things as like, you know, when does it do it? Does it do it when it's cold? Does it do it when it's going up a hill? Have you been driving a while? How far do you got to drive? Does it make a noise? Does it make a sound? Does it do what, you know, is there a vibration depending on what it is? There's all these questions that we try to ask to give. and, And that's the service consultant, um, trying to get enough information to put down, to give the technician so he can go out and duplicate it and pinpoint your problem. Right. Right. That's what we try to do. So. Um, that's why all those questions come in. So it becomes important to if you're having like an intermittent concern or or it's a vibration concern or it's a noise concern, to kind of notate when does this happen. It's not a bad idea to keep a piece of paper and a uh, pad of paper and a pen pen to write things down. Uh like you know what I noticed that this happens first thing in the morning when I start the vehicle, or I notice uh it's after I've been driving and I'm on the freeway and I climbing a hill, or I notice that uh when going around a corner making a right or left turn or I you know so there's all, all these different things that can help pinpoint uh what it's doing and therefore from that make it do it and can come up with a, an answer to why it's doing it, right? Yes. Oh. So, for
3: sure. Um you it's know kind of like of, what you learn in science class. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how to make something happen yes <laughs> okay. true true so but there is a process to making things happen <laughs> it's very true and so in each concern obviously uh has a different kind of uh, a problem with it you know so are caused a different way so one and like i said it can be hot or cold it can be uh, uh you know driving uphill after you've been driving for a while it's certain speeds Uh, certain loads on the vehicle, turning left, right, backing up. I mean, there's all kinds of things. No, let's say if you had a problem backing up that car made a noise, you just came in and said, my car makes a noise. Well, maybe it's backing up a hill. Well, we would probably not back it up a hill while we're trying to road test it. No, so we wouldn't find it, right? Well, Also, there's a lot
3: of just backing up the hill. I mean... Most of the time, when someone hears a noise backing up a hill, they have a weight behind it too, meaning a trailer. trailer, Yep, which is
2: good information. Yeah.
3: So so, uh, there's just the little things that could make everything a lot quicker.
2: Well, or you wouldn't may never find it if it only happens backing up a hill with a trailer on it. You don't say that. You can back it up a hill all you want. It probably won't happen. (laughs) Exactly. That that was another thing. When when I see these lists of the
3: most common things wrong. I don't. A lot of times, me personally, I never got to see those problems because by the time it got to me, <laughs> it was my car won't move anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I never wow, when got the dealing
2: with transmission. Issues,
3: yeah, uh, but I mean, in, in a lot of my, even when I dealt with other parts of the car, I was more of the extreme part. Of, you know, so I, 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 I used to go, no way, but you know what? Then I look about it and I go, you know what? Then problems really are there. I just never really got to see them because by the time it got to me. <laughs> it was just destroyed and it was
2: <laughs> we were talking about this earlier this week also um <laughs> um so like you know if a customer says i have i'm having this problem you know with my vehicle some things you would say in your head it's not related to this or that but too many times i've seen mm-hmm. things come in and then it's like it is re- they're like whoa it is related to that or Or whatever, so you just never know there's so many different things that can happen with a vehicle that uh yeah, so getting the the proper information to pinpoint and and really, the key to anything with diagnosis is reproducing it, yes, so if you reproduce it, then you can kind of figure out you know why it's doing it, what's doing it, where it's coming from, what systems involved in it, and go from there, which is extremely important, there's no question about it, so um, in doing so. Then you get to the bottom of it, you figure it out, and you find find out why it's doing it or whatever. There's so many things that can go wrong with a car, am I right? Yes, or is it just a couple?
3: Well, <laughs> even you just mentioning that, my head starts to freak out anyways, because you know it, 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 just nearly the simple word is how many codes can a vehicle produce <laughs> Well that's so, a lot that's there's, my there's point like, well,
2: especially these days I mean that you're just talking about electronics okay, but now.
3: My check engine light, what do you think the problem is?
2: Uh, (laughs) is my brain's freaking out. (laughs) And that's a good question why we ask. Is there any, the first question we always ask if you say I have a malfunction indicator light or check engine light, first question always is, is there any drivability concerns with it? In other words, is there anything the car's doing or does it, is it just driving perfectly normal, right? Yes. Because if you have drivability concerns with a vehicle, um, then it starts leading you down a path. Yes, the check engine light came on; it picked up a problem. Something's wrong. But my car also uh, feels like it's rattling when it's running, or or it's running rough, or what? Those are indications that okay, we 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 have a a, a rough running condition, or hey, my car drives just fine. There's no concerns, you know. Or my car t- is harder to start since the check engine light came on, or or whatever it might be, you know, yeah. like cranks over an extended period of time, whatever. All those things are good, notable items that you should write down and notate. And, and when you take your vehicle in for service, um, make your service provider well aware of it, right? Uh, you know, I've sent people home a couple times like that with
3: a, with a pad of paper and a pencil. Yeah, we have. And I'm like, know. as soon as you can safe and pull over, write down what you just thought you seen. Because there are s- some slight problems with cars that... Somebody's owned the car for a very long time. And they're like, just every once in a while, it does it to me, and I don't like it. I want to keep the car. You know what I mean? So it's worth, you know, in, involving. But all the little things can help everybody get through that process faster. So it can save you money because obviously, when you're paying someone to keep going over
2: and over something, and they can't find something, I mean, somebody's got to get paid, right? <laughs> well, so, you got to spend. You got to spend a bunch of time doing it, but you it, really want to spend the least. We do want to spend the least amount of time as possible. Well, yes. To figure out, yeah. Uh, but we do see vehicles with items. Like, my favorite one is like we. I've had a couple people that were like, "Um, so about ninety five mile an hour." My car does this. Um, well, don't drive ninety five mile an hour because we can't. We can't go out and drive your car ninety five mile an hour. That's actually illegal. Just so you understand. Okay.
3: Well, I do remember like the late eighties, early nineties, when Chevrolet's slogan for their Corvette because that was when they came out with the ZR1, right? Uh-huh. Life begins at 180 mile an hour. <laughs> that was their T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, that was their slogan. You can't legally drive Well, yeah, but these people... I remember, I remember back then, these people bring their cars in at, at 150 mile an hour, my car... To, uh, and then the service artist is handing this to you, and you're like, uh,
2: well, uh... What would you like me to do about didn't it? Didn't you tell me you would fire me for this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So... Some things can't be reproduced, nor should they be. Although you can look at a vehicle sometimes, it, you, you know, it, let's say they say they're, the hardest part with that would be like, I'm getting a vibration at 150 mile an hour. Okay, well, we should probably road balance your tires. That's about the best I can do. You know, remember how we used to road, I think they still have those road force balancers. Remember them? They, Cadillac used them a yeah. lot. And and they would push the tire down on rollers. So yeah. they called it ro- road force balancing. It's an expensive balancer. Um, but, uh. Usually, when you got things like that, you just tell somebody that drives a vehicle, like, look, we can't drive it that fast, but probably what we need to do is balance the tires and we'll look to make sure that we don't see anything weird going on, but we're not driving your car 150 (laughs) mile an hour down the road. Yeah, but there's they, way too much liability. To that
3: <laughs> well, well, normally you're like looking at the foreman, like you, dude, uh, and the yeah. service writer. You know what they? I mean, because it's not it, they just write the ticket. Well, it's not and they complaint. What are they going to do?
2: Well, they're giving you good information at least. I know <laughs> because they. You, that's when it happens. So I mean, yeah, probably not the best idea. We don't. By the way, all us people that own auto repair facilities and stuff, we don't have a uh, a, a, a a a super track behind our facility that you can take the car out on well we could build one but it's gonna cost more
3: money to have your car worked on because we have to add into that to yeah that. you think <laughs> <laughs> i'd be okay building one too because i'd be thinking of it kind of cool to have a racetrack in the backyard
2: <laughs> it's gonna have to be a pretty big racetrack if you're going to uh uh go what, what 150 mile an hour what was it like in the uh the 50s or
3: something fiat and them guys over there in germany or whatever they or whoever. I know Fiat's Italian, but uh they there was a couple uh like the German automobiles companies, but they had one of them where they had racetracks on top of the corporate buildings. Oh they did? <laughs> yeah. It was remember. probably just a PR thing, but you know, things like that worked back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It is what it is. But most of them have like serious test tracks. Oh yeah. But that's what I'm saying, it's a PR thing. A lot of, you know, some of it is. Cause we especially in
2: Euro, uh, European racing is way different than it is over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the, the, I mean, all carmen, even even like up in uh, Michigan, uh, uh, Chevrolet and and all them, they have test tracks. They run oh yeah yeah yeah.
3: No, right. I'm just saying. Even it, it just seems like auto racing and like motorcycle racing in Europe is or you know like a European thing. You know, like even the Soviets. But I'm just saying that's just something that's just
2: like like it's big. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, and, well, auto race is pretty big here. You ever heard of NASCAR? No, it is big. I'm just saying, though,
3: but there it's like, you know, here we're kind of divided on it. You know, I have people in NFL, this, this and this, but there it's like, that's their, you know what I mean? They're, they're either auto racing or they're, they're playing football What they soccer. I was going <laughs> to say soccer is really. Big. But they call it football.
2: They, it football. <laughs> they do. football. Well, actually, we're the only people that call football something different in the United States because even South America and all that, soccer is yeah. their football thing. So, which means a lot because they kick the ball with their foot. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I don't know what we're doing. Well, we, we kick the be ball. Our, not not much. We really run Once. with it. We should be calling it handball, <laughs> hand but that was already taken. They by kick it like sport. four or five times during the game. <laughs> Jeez. Interesting. But it is what it is. But yes. Uh, car racing and motorcycle racing is big uh, over in Europe and stuff for sure yeah no question about it so good good stuff
3: you know the thing is, is even when you're watching like a european race or something it, they always make it you know because the, the european guys doing the announcing and stuff it even sounds more uh, elegant you know when they're racing
2: <laughs> more elegant it does i just it you just know it sounds just... different <laughs> but yes i get what you're saying i get what you're saying so the point we're getting at is Yes, some of these things are hard to reproduce, or you can't physically reproduce them on a car. So, but it is very important. And I guess the best thing out of all of this I could say is just notating a concern you have and when it happens or how it happens once again. So, you know, does it happen when the car's cold? Does it happen when, you know, you first start the car only? Does it happen? Does the car have to be in sitting? You know, so sometimes we get folks like, happens first thing in the morning on the way to work. And if I drive it during the day, it's fine. But if it sits all day long and then I leave work at five, it happens again then. So it lets us know the car has to be cold for it to happen, you know. So other times it's like I, I have to drive five miles before it starts happening. Or I, you know, there's all different kinds of things that can happen with a car, right? Yes. So notating those items, no matter how it is um, or when it happens, you know, going up a hill, turning right, turning left, backing up. Backing up with a trailer on a vehicle, I can go on and on. There's so many things that you could write down, but we're looking for the items that obviously when this happens to your vehicle or when the concern happens on your vehicle that way, we can get you straightened up because it makes it way e- easier to produce if we, or fix if we could produce it, I should say.
3: Well, it, 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 and, and and finding the finding the problem is only part of it. Then you got to
2: fix the problem. I mean, you know, especially on a noise. But finding the problem is a start. If you can't, I, I mean, reproducing it actually is a start. Then you can find it. Then you can start to figure out what's causing it. Then you can fix it. Yes. That's how it works. So, um, but yes, it, you know, if it's a noise often, especially if we have a vehicle that makes multiple noises, we'll, we'll drive with the client for sure. All right. Let's grab a uh, uh, Lou. It looks like Chula Vista. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing good. What you got going on? I have
6: a, I have a 2008 Grand Marquis, and my air my air conditioner doesn't work right. It it just doesn't blow. It's a
2: 2008 what?
6: Uh, Mercury Grand Marquis. Oh,
2: Mercury Grand Marquis. Okay, it doesn't blow any air at all.
6: It doesn't blow any air at all. It, it, it it's on. It makes noise, but it doesn't blow.
2: Huh. So it is the is the air coming out of a different spot, possibly, instead of the, uh, the 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 dash towards you? Could it be coming out of the defrost up onto the oh, windshield?
6: I, I tried, yeah, I tried resetting it to different sections, but it still doesn't blow out the front. It doesn't come out the front.
2: Oh, it doesn't come out the front. So it is blowing air. Is it coming out the defrost on onto the windshield all the time? Or floor, maybe?
6: You know, speaking of that, the defrost works okay, but the air conditioner itself doesn't.
2: Gotcha. So probably what's going on is is uh is it is a door that actually in there its job is to control the direction of airflow. They call it a blend door, yes. normally, or well, the, no, a blend door is for temperature. So that's true. Uh, the uh it's the actuator doors, so it yes. either goes defrost heat and it what it does well, is directs where the air goes does it go on the on your feet does it go on the the dash vents that blow out on you does it go on the defrost vent that blows on the window and there's a different couple different things that can cause uh that issue um okay. so, so what's probably happening uh is one of those doors is go ahead well i was just wondering is that one that va- i mean is this a the
3: thing is it
2: vacuum control? you is said it- 96 right
6: it's uh,
2: 2008. 2008. Yeah, no, it's not vacuum controlled. I doubt it. Well, they do make
3: a few stuff. The only reason I was asking is just it doesn't mean that the actuator is bad. You might not have no vacuum to it. it.
2: This is where diagnosis comes in. It's really important. Correct. Yes. So something is not moving the doors properly in there. In other okay. words, and, and you're ending up with the air probably coming out the wrong area. Uh, so okay. uh, really, and when when I say that that and in, in Kevin's right. I mean it could be a control head problem could okay. be could be an actuator problem could be a door stuck problem there's a lot of things that could cause that uh but okay. most likely it's it's in 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 one of the problems with the door something's not telling oh. it to do it or it's not doing it properly
6: okay now my my next question would be you have four different services or places to go to which one do you recommend
2: well they all have master technicians at them they all do a great job it depends on wh- where are you located at sir
6: well, I, I don't have a problem with that. I just want to go to the best place you have. You have four, and and one of them has twenty eight years, and the other one has two and two and four right? I I would rather go to the best place you recommend. Them.
2: Gotcha. Well, like like I said, uh, Escondido is the biggest store, but. Um, all, all the guys that work for me, all four locations, um, and, and I manage all of them with my general manager. So they all put out the same quality. We, we, okay. so, so I mean, whatever's close to you works, works just fine. So, um, okay. It's not a problem. And if, if you're down here and you're in Chula Vista, so I would say either, uh, El Cajon or Kearney Mesa, either one. Kearney uh-huh. Mesa is a great store. So, I mean, so is El Cajon. So, but wh- whichever's closer to you. Okay, thank right. you. No problem, sir. Hey, thanks for the call. Okay. And thanks for being a listener. You have a wonderful, safe weekend.
6: Hey, uh, I'm going down to have a check out, okay?
2: Yeah, do so. Do so. And they're open thank Monday you. through Friday, okay?
6: Okay. All right,
2: okay. All right, Lou. Thank Take you. care. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, but that's a good question. Yeah. What You know, because it it can be frustrating. I remember the old days that vacuum reservoir used to break on the on the pit. Like my my '97 had a vacuum reservoir, and once the reservoir broke on it, it started leaking, or the line broke to the reservoir. Um, it all everything it, it never cha- it wouldn't change because it was vacuum operated. So all the no matter what setting you put it on, the default or it, it would blow out the the the, the defrost. Oh, all, all the air came out there no matter yeah. what. Then it, it would never change. So F- it really fixed wasn't the broken back in line. And that's what i said It wasn't a door problem.
3: It well, wasn't really a problem with the system. It was a problem with
2: something that controlled the system. Yeah. Mode or, do- or, those or, are called mode doors. Yeah. The way. There you oh, go. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, it. Yeah, the Well, the mode door would never move because there had wasn't, no vacuum. No vacuum to it. Yeah. And that's where the default was. So it was, was a door it, problem, but the problem was that it wasn't getting vacuumed. It didn't have no supply to the. Yeah. 2008, that's probably electronic. It's a GM product. They have Sam Motor x
3: You know what? Like, my S10. It's not a
2: 2008. It's 2003,
3: though, and it's still got a bunch of vacuum-controlled. Yeah. Like, matter of fact, because huh, the transfer case, matter of fact, this happened on mine, too, that I have right now. Uh, the vacuum-controlled the, you know, the transfer case and the thing. Uh-huh. Well, the the switch in the transfer case would go bad, and it would start sucking tranny fluid out of it, and it would pull it up into the vacuum thing. So my blend door or mode door is messed up right now too. I have to find a canister for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, die, you know, I went through the thing and found out where my problem is. But it was from that tranny fluid being sucked up through the lines, and then it just it damaged the O ring inside that canister. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so, that,
2: that for sure that can happen
3: because them kind of O rings, the tranny fluid will destroy them. I well, mean, they're not made for that. <laughs> exactly. That's why. That's why i say saying you can have. An O-ring is the same size, but depending depending what kind of chemical it's in, it's depending what it, it's going to be able to handle it. So it, it may not be able to handle antifreeze. It may not be able to handle motor
2: oil. Or it may not handle transmission fluid. Well, it depends on what it was manufactured to do. Yes. That's correct. So for sure. All right, folks. Hey, we appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. Once again, another Saturday flown by. Uh, always great to, to get everybody on and get you called in and talking about automotive stuff and hopefully you learn some stuff and. And enjoyed the uh, the Saturday with us. So, uh, everybody out there, San Diego and everybody, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. And uh, stay tuned for next, more Auto Talk Radio next Saturday. Have a wonderful turkey day, by the way. And uh, gobble, enjoy gobble. yourself. So, we won't be back till after Thanksgiving, two days after. We will be back next Saturday. San Diego and everybody else out there listening, be safe. Have a great weekend. Have a great Thanksgiving. See you next Saturday. This has been Auto Talk Radio on the Answer, San Diego, and Cape Rays.
1: For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk.